Is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? My team! LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to repeat, but they are going to play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Jets are going to be in the Super Bowl. You don't get much hot take than that. My team! Take that, take that, take that. My team! Brooklyn Scale, baby! Brooklyn Scale! My team! And welcome back to another edition of the My Team Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Talent T. Taylor. It's November 2nd. We're already at nasty November, people. Thanks. Halloween is over. Thanksgiving is round around the corner. Before that, obviously, we got Veterans Day coming around the corner, obviously. We got Thanksgiving around around the corner. We got Christmas a couple weeks from now. We got week nine to review in the NFL. We got some ballers in the NBA. Unless NFA wasn't a wasn't a bunch of ballers. Like, we, we got Russ we got we got Russ winning. We got the Golden State Warriors flowing. We got Harden putting on the Dan Tony show. We see Davis frustrated, cousins losing. And 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 we see Cam losing his safety? You know what I say? You know, goalless at that time. See in South Florida, eight o'clock. We on that World Series time. We start the podcast at eight o eight o seven. Goalless to the weather, seventy eight degrees here in South Florida. Take my shirt off for this one. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So ow. let's start talking. Back at it like a sports fanatic. Matt, listen, this is what happens. The biggest thing happening in sports right now is the World Series game. Cubs versus Indians, Game 7, history will be made. As we're already talking about a game that is already at the top of the first, we see the we see the Chicago Cubs with a man on first, one out, and we're about fifteen pitches already in. As we just saw a pop out to left field, right field, and you know what? I never knew, and I don't, I'm I'm going to be honest with this. As 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 Fowler makes the pop out to left field, this is picked up by Davis as he picks it up. Nope, nope, sorry, that was the home run earlier. They're showing that Davis just missed by Fowler. So, the one run that's been scored so far has been by Chicago, by Chicago and it's been by Fowler. So, they, they take an early one lead, which... <clears throat> listen, let, let, before I get into to more of the narrative, let me, let me talk about my personal feelings and how I feel about this. And I'm going to be honest with you, I said, I never knew that I could be genuinely nervous for a game... Or about a game that I hardly enjoy. For a game that I have no invested interest in. And yet, I'll be watching. Yet, we'll be watching. More than that, you'll be hearing as Anthony Rizzo comes into the plate with a batting average of 374, three home runs, nine RBI so far for this playoffs. Now, 
Can you take a sip of our drink? As we see a ball, I'm hit it to center field, and it is caught. Man tags up, returns back to first, and we have two outs. So, I never knew. I never, I never realized that I was going to be able to be this invested in this game. So I'm, I'm actually, I actually feel nervous. Like, there's actually some nerves about me as I look at it. I'm like, I wonder who's going to come out on top. Is it going to be the Chicago Cubs that haven't won a championship since 1908? Or, or is it going to be the Cleveland Indians who were up 3-1 to one and are now tied in the World Series? So if you follow sports, any, and if you're listening to this, then most of you do. If you follow sports, any, then you know one thing. But then you already know that Cleveland Cavaliers have already won a championship for... For the whole entire Cleveland area. And that took some steam off of SBC's um oh SBC Chicago still still second base. So it took some of the lust of of Cleveland not having a ring whatsoever. But also what we did see the Cleveland Cavaliers do is that we saw the Cleveland Cavaliers come back from a 3-1 deficit to the Golden State Warriors, who were the champions from the year before. And they were able to win a championship. LeBron James did something that has basically is rare to be done. And it seems that we have the opportunity to even have one or two things happen. Cleveland even gets to celebrate a basketball championship, a baseball championship, and a winless football record all in the same season. Or what we get is two teams in two different sports now come back from a 3-1 deficit, which now makes it look like, you know what? It ain't that hard to do, LeBron. So we're going to see what happens. We're really going to see what happens. If we see, Chicago, if we see them cutting now into Murphy's bleachers in Chicago as we see a shot of the crowd go wild during that home run earlier. And... And while we're talking about LeBron James and Cleveland, did you hear about this World Series Game 6? That... And, and let's just do a real cap. Well, game 6 of the World Series. Basically, Cleveland was up 3-2. to two. And very early on, very, very early on, when I peeked into this game, it was very quickly 7-0 in Chicago's favor. And Chicago is continuing to have these hot bats as we see them start off early. First inning, home run, put... Put... A score on the board for two teams that also have great pitching. So, when I'm autom automatically going into this, when I'm thinking about two teams that have great pitching, I was going to basically use up every single pitching pitching combination that they can that they can fathom. I don't care if they have to pitch a guy for for for, for only two batters in an inning and then take somebody out and put one in there. They better utilize all of their pitching, every single team. I want to see them exhaust themselves like 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 Kobe dropping sixty in his last game of his career. That's what I want to see. And if I'm not mistaken, one of these teams has a has a has a has a has a mercenary of a pitcher, meaning that they have a pitcher that they have for a one year contract, and they really don't matter, they care about how to use up his arm. They could always trade him next year if he has a good year. And if his arm gets tired, then guess what? It's not his problem. They got they got value for him. So this game was seven zero very early on, game six. And then it was very quickly 9-2. But the thing about this game, 
the more important about this game is as we keep talking about Cleveland, LeBron James, and all the things that happen in the Cleveland area, because not everything that happens in Cleveland is, is all tilted around the greatness of LeBron James. Let's not get it twisted. Like basically, LeBron James becomes 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 um, Frank White in from the King of New York, where he's like, listen, nothing nothing gets done in the city unless I, 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 I unless I want in. Like not a championship, not a victory, not a celebration. I want in. Like LeBron James gets a, gets a piece of everything now. And Game Six was set to start. Oh, I should have said Game Six. The NBA game, the NBA game, Cleveland versus whoever, was set to start at what seven o'clock, seven thirty, and a request was made by the opposing team to try to get the. The game moved up so that the opposing team sent a field of Dexter Fowlers and when they hit that home run, by the way, for Chicago Cubs. To get the game moved up just so they could have better maneuverability in and out the city as they have this massive, massive game that draws attention there. Well, that request was denied. LeBron James turns around and says, El Stern. Yeah, yeah. I would love. Sorry, I said Stern. I still, I still have images of the old, <laughs> of the old commissioner in my head, and it's not even the fact that, and I really can't remember his name all of a sudden. Now that I'm not thinking about it, or now that I'm trying to think about it, <clears throat> excuse me. I, I, I 100% cannot think of his name, as we already see the Cleveland Indians. I mean, Chicago Cubs already pitched their first out. So there we go, one out, at the bottom of the first. Cleveland up to bat, and we get a line drive right into center field, and then it's picked up right by, who was this? Heward? Up on the mound for Chicago is Hendricks. On the plate for Chicago is Jason Kipnis. This postseason, a 232 batting average, four home runs, eight, RB, eight RBIs. As he looks at that first pitch, and it is called a strike. So... The commission, he calls up the commissioner and tells the, just tells the commissioner, listen, our earlier game works benefit um, works better for us. We get to come out. And then if, if Cleveland does win the World Series, then it gives us time to do all of this post-media stuff. You know what I mean? You get, so you get to also get opportunity to get some of your guys to get some media over there as well. I'm pretty sure he didn't, he didn't put it that way, especially with the media part, but... Hey, an earlier time would have only benefited everybody, especially if the Cleveland Indians had won. Because what it does, it allows enough people to go, basically witness both, if you can. You could go see the Cleveland Cavaliers game, and then go right over and catch the end of the Indians game. However you wanted to do it. Now, talking about moves... Right. Well, as we as as we as we're over here talking about things that are moving, talking about things moving really briefly. The Patriots, they move their Pro Bowl linebacker, Jamie Collins. And listen, if you haven't realized what this segment is, the very first segment is all Cleveland related, because by the end of today, somebody is going to get. Champagne showers, in the club, they light it up, hey, our house of champagne showers, 
A champagne shower. Somebody's gonna get a ring and they're gonna celebrate the fact that their team of their city has not won a championship in over 50 or over 100 years. As we see a play that should have been an easy out for the second out of the game. As the shortstop attempts to make a throw from his knees. It can't quite make the catch up at first. Doesn't come over the ball. And the runner is safe. And so now we have a runner on first for Cleveland. And two outs. And this is going to be placed as an error. And I'm not sure who they're going to give the error to. They gave it to the shortstop or the first baseman. As we see Nepali up at bat with a 191 batting average. Nepali, the first baseman, one home run, three RBIs, 574 um, on base percentage. But a 191, as far as that normal average, huh? So, back to the story, right? As we, as we keep things, this whole time, front, first segment, Cleveland related. The Patriots move Pro Bowl. We'll move Pro Bowl linebacker Jamie Collins to the Cleveland Browns. Basically, he sent them to a from the team that was that was projected to go to the Super Bowl from the AFC to the team that doesn't have a win. For a compensatory third compensatory third round pick because he requested Von Miller money. In case you don't know what Von Miller money is. Six million, one hundred and fourteen point a half mil. Which Jimmy Collins, one hundred percent, denies asking for. So what my question is now is why did they move him if he did it? Was he wasn't asking? Because we all know how Bill Belichick and his whole entire philosophy is of paying people or getting rid of people at the right time. So if it wasn't for the money, then obviously it had to be for the talent. This Pro Bowl linebacker, I mean, obviously also they just saw wasn't going to be worth re-signing next year. And if he wasn't going to take that hometown discount, then I guess... He may have to find his home somewhere else. We're going to finally get a chance to break down week, what's this, eight of the NFL. As we come back from this commercial. Medical cannabis and its 500 naturally occurring compounds are treating dozens of diseases and symptoms. Like its symphony, cannabis compounds perform better when they work together. This is known as the entourage effect. The two most well-known cannabinoids are THC and CBD. We have to say yes to adequate levels of not only CBD, but THC and other cannabinoids. Support medical cannabis legislation in Florida that allows regulated access to the many benefits of this life-changing plant. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. And if you are listening, you are listening live here on the MixLR app. As we come here live every Wednesday from 8.07 to 9.07 p.m. 
We also have a follow-up show called The Wake and Take Podcast. That comes Saturday morning. Let's call it 10, maybe 9. <laughs> Depending on how early we're managing to get ourselves up and prep and do another show for you guys. So, we get week 8 of the NFL. And the NFL ratings are down. And also, we go, you can also find the show we aired or replayed at PassMyCupRadio.com as we are in the works of, of as I'm in the works of renegotiating a better time. We're going to hope that we can start pushing for Fridays at like 10 o'clock. I think that's going to be suffice for us from now on. Either 10 or 11. But that's what we're going to go for starting out on Fridays on the PassMyCupRadio.com. So, week 8 of the NFL passes by and the Raiders are down. And... I'm trying to figure out all kinds of, and when I say them, the, you know, the people that think of things that they need to make conversation about that I coattail on and give my own perspective. <laughs> right. But they have realized that the ratings have gone down, and they're trying to figure out a bunch of things. Has it been the election? Is it... Just because the NFL is looking bad, is it the World Series? And initially, before the World Series came about, it was was it the election? Well, then the World Series took a massive jump, and they beat out. Yes, I can't mind it. Can I can I tell you this about baseball? I'm not gonna lie to you. I am not gonna lie to you one bit. There is definitely one thing I am do I do like about baseball. Is the fact that we had game six last night and we have game seven tonight. So right away there's a turnaround. And and, and there's you know I mean? there's no build up of anticipation. Like you get it out the way. And also, you're not able to forget about it. You're not able to move on to something else. Like it just happened last night. Game six, three to two, Chicago was um Chicago was down. They needed to win that game just to survive and force a game seven. Still in Cleveland, mind you. We're trying to win three games in a row. And we don't have to wait two, three, four days to get that final game. There's no rest in between. It's, hey, show up the next game and let's go play. And let's get this over with. And let's find out who's the champion. Because you know what also happens? The champions play through a little bit of fatigue. And we see who comes down and 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 and, and digs deep and and builds grit and, and and is able to play through a little bit of fatigueness, a little bit of tiredness, a little bit of weariness. So as they've come to figure out week eight, right, or around this time, as we're all halfway through the season, the ratings are down. And what I wonder more than anything else, as they look at all these other things, right? As they're looking at World Series, because the World Series just did, you know, really great numbers um, for yesterday's game. Um, as they look at all these other, they look at the election and all these other things. We're going to take a quick sit break. Mm. As we see a Chicago player just break a bat. It ends up in a pop-up in the, in the center field. Shot short, center field. And he is out. The score remains 1-0, Chicago. So, 
what made what, what makes me want to more than anything as we talk about the NFL is where are the stories, right? Like, like that's what I want to know. Where where why are you watching football this year besides to see your team play? That's what I'm asking. Where are the stories? Where are the undefeated teams? With lightning rod quarterbacks that you can't turn away from. That you want to see what they do next. Where are the veteran quarterbacks? Or those veteran players that are still chasing greatness. That are still trying that, that are still breaking records. And no, not Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady is hated by too many people. Tom Brady is hated by enough people that if Tom Brady at New England Patriots being the only successful team in the NFL is a deterrent. I'm not saying that they are the only successful team in the NFL this year. I'm just saying as them being like it's a deterrent, especially when you don't have when you don't see when you don't see their direct competitor. Cause basically what I'm saying is that where's Peyton Manning and Drew Brees at to throw for five thousand five hundred or six hundred or six thousand yards. Where are those like like basically if 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 we're taking tiers of age, right? Where Peyton Manning and Tom Brady are the the elder statesmen, right? They're, they're the old heads of the league. Basically, they're, they're, they're your elders. They 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 are your they old heads, right? And one of them's already gone. Tom Brady's the only one left, right? So you don't got grandpa and grandma, you don't, you don't, you don't got the uncle and pops no more, you just got uncle there, right? Or you just got your pops and everybody hates your pops, everybody loves your uncle, right? <laughs> and what you're supposed to see is the next level of greatness start to do and break some of these things that these guys did. And, 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 and let's throw Drew Brees in that category as well. You want to see that next, those, those next set of guys start to do these 50 touchdown years, 55 yards per season. And what happens is that you don't see Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan and maybe, maybe Ben. But Ben, I believe, like, Ben is in this weird category where even I believe that he's not, he's not in the age bracket of, like, well, I guess he's, oh, he is in the age bracket of Eli now. But his winning Right or his consistent winning takes him out of the category of the Eli, the Philip Rivers, the Matt Ryan's. Right, and even though and even though Eli has a ring, right, I'm not taking that away from just that like he doesn't have those consistent positive years that Pittsburgh has, those consistent playoff runs that Pittsburgh has. That's the only that's the only, that's the only thing I'm talking about here. Where because of his of, of his consistency is almost like he's a liaison between the Tom Brady's and the Drew Breeses and the Phillip Rivers and the Eli Mannings. Where he's where he actually is technically the equal of them. All same draft class. Not maybe not Matt Ryan, but you know Phillip Rivers, Eli. And you're wondering where are these guys at? Where are these guys now breaking the records? Or chasing the records set by the greats before them. And we don't have that. 
And even like, and, and I won't go back to Tom Brady because you would, because right now I feel like it should be Tom Brady, but Tom Brady isn't polarizing enough to do what that needs. Like he's polarizing. He's not polarizing in that way that you're gonna want to watch all 16 of the New England Patriots game. Like when the Carolina Panthers started their run, you wanted to see all of their games. And I'm not gonna lie to you. Years ago, a decade ago, when they had Randy Moss and they were on their run, you actually wanted to see it then. But that's because you still believe that they could be beat. And they had guys like Peyton Manning still coming up on the roster. They had guys like Philip Rivers or 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 or, or Roethlisberger still. You know what I mean? So they had Baltimore still coming up on the roster. They had teams still coming up on the rosters. The Jets team that that would that would just give them hissy fits every once in a while because because it's a division rival. All of that was still in play. Now, for a good portion of the season, we had Philly running away with it. We have Dallas doing away with it, but Dallas has Dallas has a wide display, dis, displaced fan base where they have fans brought in through, but. I mean, that's not, like this story isn't driving you to watch the NFL. Even though I love to watch, even though I'm not gonna lie, based on what Dallas has been doing this season, I want to watch Dallas more than I've ever wanted to watch Dallas in my life. I actually want to see Dallas games. I am curious. I am hooked. Like, like you might as well call Dallas my D rugs. Like, I want to smoke weed every day. See. Dallas play almost as much as I want to see oh he's out sorry folks bottom of the second man on first Chicago on the on the mound Cleveland had a man on first Pitcher goes into the wind-up motion, throws it to first, and he picks off the runner at first easily. And I don't know what this run, uh, what what the batter name is. It looks like Gomez, Gutierrez, Rodriguez. I see Arias, <laughs> but um, he sits there for a minute, just pondering, like, damn, damn, damn. Especially since the very next bat by Chinzo. Gets him, earns him a base run. So at this point in time, we're talking about Cleveland could have been sitting there with a man on second, a man on first, basically a runner in scoring position with no outs. Instead, one on first, one out. Bottom of the second. It's like starting all over again. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be consumed with some play-by-play -play in between the podcast today, because while. Listen, the NBA has some games going on today, and I think the best game is probably going to be later on later when we see Oklahoma City take on the take on the LA Clippers, both three and zero. Currently, right now, we should see Chicago versus Boston. I haven't even peeked at that game because I honestly don't want to miss a moment of this game. At some point in time, oh, and he goes a double play, and it's turned. Wait, did he get him? And he's out. And there we go, folks. Double play. Second innings are tied. Chicago comes back up to the plate. With a one to nothing lead. 
So one, so as the NFL wonders about their ratings, I wonder where's their stories. Who who are you following? Who are you excited for? Who are you rooting for? The team that was fifteen and one last year with the lightning rod quarterback, he's complaining and his team is losing. His team is no better than the Jets. Yes, I, I'm not I'm not saying this to be mean. I'm not saying this for any other reason because but it's true. His team is no better currently than the Jets. The Jets. They have a quarterback that throws more touchdowns. I mean, throw more interceptions than he does touchdowns. The Jets that was going to play Gino again, and then Gino just had some bad luck and got injured again. Your, 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 your eldest man, star quarterback, it's not only Dean the Cheetah, but he's having deflated dicks thrown at him on the field. We'll come back and recap this last this past week in the NFL when we come back from this commercial. Let me put you in the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then Head to Multiverse Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multiverse Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multiverse has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old-school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes, that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. Even family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gardens, Florida, 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multi-Best Games, where you save more so you can play more. Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, Alan Thomas In case you don't know why they call it, call me Alan Thomas because all I do is take that, take that, take that. I'm just saying, that's what happens. As we decided to peek into the Chicago and Boston game really quick before we switch back over to the World Series, that was seven game of the World Series. Chicago taking on Cleveland. Chicago's up one to nothing as they get as they, as the top of the third gets ready to start. As they get ready to take them plate again. As we currently see Boston up early, 36 to 25 over Chicago. And with just about eight seconds left, the first quarter is getting ready to end. You see Isaiah Thomas passes off the small market small market spot drives. And Yeah. Wild shot. End of the first, 36-25, Boston. Leading scores. Jay Crowder with 10 points, Isaiah Thomas with 11. Combined shooting from three-point range for them, five for seven. Impressive. Ah, that was happening. That was already in motion. 
So let's we come back, right? As because as we said, like we wondered, we wonder, we wonder. Where are the stories for week eight? Or where are the stories leading up into week eight? A week eight where I told you it was gonna be a very weird week eight. And I also warned you about the games I was gonna warn you about. And the two games that I warned you about the most are the two games that actually that actually actually worked out the way I warned you. So there we go. Right, week week eight of the NFL, we went through the whole slew of games, right? And I told you I was gonna end up be end up picking a lot more home teams or away teams than I felt comfortable with. And in the midst of doing that, I also like I said, I, and, and I also warned you about a couple of games. Only a couple. Because those were those few games that made me nervous. And honestly, a philosophy that I used in one of them, I could have used I could have used in another game that was wrong. But I had way too much faith in what's considered a veteran championship quarterback. Right? So, we start off. As you already want to know, we, we ended up this week Doing, doing fairly, 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 fairly well. And when I when I say fairly well, we are only talking. Well, I shouldn't say that. We're talking about five losses. We started off really good. We started off really good. If, if you listen to me, if you really, really listen to me, you should have maybe only had three losses. But ultimately, you know we you know what we do here. We're all about the positive here. And what we're ultimately trying to do is, is trying to is trying to break. Let's try to come out on the positive end of this. And that's what we did. This week, we went 8-5. and five. As we saw very first game, Jacksonville versus Tennessee. Tennessee took down Jacksonville. As... I wasn't even sure how that was going to work out, to be honest with you. I had no faith in that pick. Remember I told you this? I had no faith in that pick. But Blake Bortles, he, you know... They, they played well. Like... Like this was a game. This was a game of balance. This was a game that, that, that when I saw when I saw this, I was like, this was just a game of balance, where Jacksonville basically is has 54 passing plays versus 11 running plays, versus on the other end Tennessee has 22 passing plays versus 53 running plays. But that is also misconstrued based on the simple fact that Tennessee scored three touchdowns in the second quarter, which honestly gets me to which. Honestly, it makes me want to jump over to the Jets game. But just remember that I said that. They were down by three touchdowns in the second quarter. And obviously, they did something that I highly... I'm always against. They went against their game plan. And they turned pass heavy. They went one-dimensional. And, and, and when you're one-dimensional, you make the game easy. And that's what they did. But you know what wasn't easy to watch? Or wasn't easy at all? Washington versus Cincinnati. As this was the first of three games this week to go into overtime. Washington faced Cincinnati in what's considered their London game. And 
this is a game. This is just give you some quick numbers. And the numbers that we're going to give you here are going to be all fantasy numbers. Kirk Cousins puts up 24 fantasy points. Crowder puts up 16 in the tight end. The tight end Reed puts up 15. For Cincinnati, Dalton puts up 19. The tight end Eifert puts up 16. The running back Hill puts up 13. And in a game that basically it wasn't won, it wasn't lost. The only person that lost in this one or looked lost in this one was the head coach, the Gruden kid. Right, the Gruden brother. John, Jay, Jacob, Jigelheim, and Smith Gruden. He was lost. He's like, it was a game tied last week. And he was like, I, I, I shocked. I don't know how they did that. But um, then he comes out and he ties this week and he finds out exactly how that happens. This is an odd game that didn't see AJ Green as one of the top three performers from a fantasy standpoint for his team. But we all know that AJ Green balled out. Now this was the very first game that I warned you about. Arizona versus Carolina. And I told you that for a simple fact that Arizona becomes iffy to me. This is a, this is kind of a division game. Right? And I say kind of because Carolina, Seattle, Arizona, Rams. When those teams play each other, I just think there's a little more stink on those games for some odd reason. Cam Newton gets, it's not one of those games that Cam Newton is getting walloped all over the place, getting hit, whacked, and, 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 and drugged by that defense, all kinds of hits. And none, of, and none of them being called. As we see Chicago with another base hit. And the man rounds first. He tries to get make it over to second. And he holds up at second. Yes. As we see a... We see a double by... Who is that? Crisp? Final with a third, folks. Cleveland with a man in scoring position. Finally. And... Arizona has, has been coming off of their woes, this and that. I, I'm not a big fan of the, the quarterback, Carson Palmer. He has some iffiness in him. He has some Fitzpatrick in him. But that team just isn't consistent enough. And Carolina, looking like the Jets so far this year, I would assume is embarrassing for Carolina, and I'm pretty sure that they knew this as well. And, and, and this is a game that I, 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 I just didn't feel, I just didn't feel comfortable about. I warned you about this game. And I picked Arizona anyway, and Carolina pulled out the victory, 30 to 20. Up next, Detroit played Houston in a game that I played against the. Do I feel lucky? What do you think? Do I feel lucky? What do you think? Where's 
till five o'clock. You hear me? You got till five o'clock. You freaking psychopath! Uh, clean yourself up. The odd maker. And who knows why I picked the games against the odd maker? I'm 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 gonna find some consistency for the odd maker. We may do the odd maker so and for for a bunch of reasons. So that means the odd maker cannot tie in any given week. And it almost guarantees that we have a winner by the end of the year between me and the odd maker. And I want to do something very simple. Like, think of it like the Thursday night game, the Sunday night game, the Monday night game. I think that's what we do against the odd maker. The biggest game, the biggest highlight games of them all that the NFL wants to highlight, we'll pick, we'll have picked by a random coin and see how well it does. The biggest games, the highlighted games. Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night. Do I have an explosion on here? Nope, I got some fireworks. Thank you, Mark. See, that's, that's when you know you have a good That's when you know you have a good producer. You have some good people in the back. They're, they're ready for this. They're ready for your madness. Alright, do me a favor though. Drop that biggie beat for me again. Yeah, I like that. Uh, 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 uh. I'm a bad, bad boy. Sorry, I got caught up in the moment. Lock your windows and close your door. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> oh, my team! <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> so, Drew Brees went off, got, got 20 fantasy points. And Drew Brees and Drew Brees faction passed the... And... It, and Drew Brees and Russell and Russell Wilson are almost on the game. I, I, you know what? I jumped. I jumped two games. <laughs> I completely jumped the whole game. But you know what? Forget it. I'm, I'm doing it. I don't care. We'll come back. We'll, we'll come back to it. But Drew Brees and and Russell Wilson are, are starting to become the, like two of the same people to me. They're both undersized. They both can move in and out the pocket. They both can make any throw that they want to. They both are smart with the ball, and they both do not. Throw it to any one conventional player. They don't. They just win. Well, Seattle generally finds ways to win. In this game, they didn't, as they lost 20 to 25. This is a game that I had wrong. But this is a game that I also didn't take in the fact that, like I said, I'm, I'm Seattle games this year. I'm just kind of nervous about because I don't know which games to pick because of Russell Wilson's injury. Like he should beat New Orleans. They should beat New Orleans. Maybe they just can't score enough in New Orleans. But also, you see them not get the ball to Jimmy Graham enough. And, and you see that Russell Wilson is not able to run enough. And New Orleans does not have the kind of defense that should contain Russell Wilson. But yet, he was contained. And that should tell you how bad he's injured. But yet, his team is still finding ways to win. When we do the, the Mighty Sports pick, the MSPs, for week 9... We're gonna tell you what these records are. Cause so far I haven't given you I haven't given you much of these records. Like we're gonna tell you what some of these I told you that the Cleveland Browns are undefeated. We all know that, that Dallas has only one loss. I had only one loss going into this game this week. We knew the Carolina I told you the Carolina and the Jets at one point in time were both two and five and they both won this week, so I kinda know where they're at. But both of them. Drew Brees passes it to Lux and, and Hightower. They rack up 16 and 10 fantasy points. 
Uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson doesn't even get on the board as 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 as, as, as somebody that puts up double-digit points, but Michaels, his running back, and Proys, whoever the heck he is, manages as we finally see the score tied 1-1. Two outs, man on first, bottom of the third. Chicago on the mound and Cleveland at the plate. 31 pitches in for Hendricks. As we see some shit talking going on at second plate. Ah. Ah! And we see the second error of the night for Chicago as another error that allows a player to advance on base. We're gonna get, we get another error. And it's by the same and, and it's by the same and it's by the same guy. It's by the same exact guy that, that came up that made the bad throw to first earlier. As we see the umpire, this this the the, the, the uberly large MLB umpires. As MLB just have the most out of shape people that I can I, I, I just can't imagine. From umpires down to the players. We're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back. Cause like I, I I can't watch this. I can't I can't do this at all. But you know what I can do? I know exactly what I'm doing on a Friday. So I don't worry. I don't think. I do what you should do. I head down to Capone's nightclub, downtown Fort Lauderdale, where I get to find DJ Scepter. Poppy bitch. Mix it in the lounge room. Listen, you head down there. You start dancing so you can start drinking. If you're a little shy, and you start drinking so you can start dancing. But you make whatever you do, you make sure you do this with DJ Scepter every Friday night from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy fellows, you bring your swag. Let's go on down at Capone every single Friday night. But wait, listen, there's more. If you're trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday night, Wednesday, yes, I'm talking about tonight, folks. Hump day. Find DJ Scepter at O'Malley's, 10 p.m., 2 a.m. DJ Scepter playing everywhere you want to be. Birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs. Quintinators, bachelor, and bachelorette parties. DJ Scepter puts a world touch on everything. For reservations, just go to bookings at djscepter.com. And yes, folks, there's officially an incentive for going through bookings at djscepter.com. Use the promo code Mighty Sports. There's a special incentive. Talk with DJ Scepter. He will let you know what you win. Yeah, you may get a part of that door money. Just saying. So, as we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, Alan T. Taylor. You know, the talented Taylor, the talented Domar Taylor. That take that, take that, take that. You know, like I said I smoke weed every day. Come on, see, that's my producer trying to be funny. Take that, take that, take that. Thank you, thank you. 
telling you. He's died. <laughs> you're thinking that's funny. But yeah, man, go to bookingsideas.com and you and, and you actually get a portion, I believe, of a, a percentage of the door. Um, use the promo code Mighty Sports, and we all become winners. So to continue on with week eight, a uh, week eight that saw Baltimore, the LA saw the Baltimore Ravens, LA Rams, Miami Dolphins, New York Giants, and the Pittsburgh Steelers and San Francisco 49ers. Six, six teams on the bye. Kind of similar was going to happen in week nine. Week nine is going to see Arizona, Chicago, Cincinnati, Houston, New England. Thank God, New England and Washington. Won't see Miami though. I'll be at that Miami New York Jets game down here in South Florida. Hopefully, I get to do my ritual. From the top of the ramp to the bottom of the ramp. Celebrating a Jets W, coming down like a Jets. Passing by everybody like a G5, like a, like a, like a G5. I'm just saying. Just saying. Houston beats New Orleans, 20 to... Um, 20 to th- I'm sorry, Houston beats Detroit 20-13 to 13 in a game that we picked against the odd maker. Me and the odd maker both picked um, Houston in this game, so eh, we, both, we both came out on top. Basically, this was a home team. Like, this is one of those games where we just picked the home team. Well, I picked the home team. I don't know what the odd maker was picking. Kansas City beats Indiana 30-14. to 14. Foles picked up 16 fantasy points along with Kelts. Hill puts up 15. For Kansas City, and they're all for Kansas City. For Indiana, Luck puts up 18. Frank Gore puts up 11. Moncrief gets up, gets you 10. And every, and Indiana lost his game in a factor that I just keep telling you guys is the Andy Reid factor. Andy Reid is underrated as a head coach. I, I don't... For as much as they talk about, like, you understand? For as much as I hear from the young Gruden in Washington that hasn't done anything. From as much as I hear, as, as, I, as I don't hear enough from the guy in Pittsburgh, Frank Tomlin. You know what I mean? But I, 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 from, as, from as much as I hear about from these, all these other coaches, I don't hear enough Andy Reid. Andy Reid, that one in Philly with, with, with. Donovan McNabb and a, and a, and a whole bunch of other pieces to become successful and an Alex Smith that that got replaced by Kellen Kaepernick that can barely play now in San Francisco. Arizona has low key not Arizona Kansas City has low key been a top three team in the NFL for the last two three seasons. Regardless of all of the scoring woes that we remember them for when Andy Reid first took over. They're one of the top three teams in the last two to three years. Check the records. So, when you hear me picking these games with, with, with Kansas City, just know. Now, when, I'm, when, when I don't know, I'm going to go to the Andy Reid factor. It's like... Put it this way: the Andy Reid factor is a step is is is, is right up there with the, with 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 the with the Bill Belichick factor. I don't know how the how the how the Mike Tomlin factor is because he's always had Ben, and Ben is a hell of a player. But we do we do know how those schemes work in New England, 
when Tom Brady isn't there, and I can't guarantee the same thing. I can't say the same thing for Pittsburgh. I seen that Tom Brady ain't a hell of a coach. I'm just saying he may not be. He's not Andy Reid. That's how much respect I have for Andy Reid, and I and 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 and, and it's growing more and more and more and more, damn near, er, day. Er, day. DJ, give me one. <coughs> Like this? I mean, we listen, we don't have to do that one. You know, I want to talk about my Jets. Thank you, thank you. That's much better. And, and, I, and I, I had to change it up. Like, that last, like, the last song was a little too flashy. I needed something a little bit more grimy. I needed something a little bit more gutter. I, I, I needed something... Some, ah, some nasty to it. Because the New York Jets beat the Cleveland Browns as as, as, as as we predicted they would. With our heart more than we did with our head. And with, and with our heart more than our head is exactly what happened in this game. The New York Jets find themselves down early. I mean, just I mean, just as early as Tennessee Jacksonville. And I sent out the tweet. Mighty Sports on Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry, it's the Mighty Vet on Twitter. But oh, go you just funny the Mighty Sports. The ad is Mighty Sports. The tag name is the name is Mighty Vet now. And I tweeted out. This game is over. In Jets fashion. Matt Forte is going to probably have an additional 12 more yards. I think he had like 58 yards at that time. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzmagic is going to miraculously have the ball appear in the other team's hand at least three more times. Because what I knew was going to happen was the New York Jets were going to go away from the game plan. And this takes me back to the Tennessee version of Jacksonville game. This is something that I, that I don't get and I don't get and I don't get. And you may have heard me talk about this either last week on the show or on, or, or on the Wake and Take podcast. That happens on Saturday mornings. That I never understood that when you... Even in basketball too. Basketball has, has, has the same dilemma sometimes too. That when you're down that early, why don't you stick with the game plan at least until the halfway mark of the very last quarter? At least, because if you go one-dimensional, you leave yourself open to be taken advantage of. Defensively, offense, whatever. The defense can take advantage of the offense, because they always know what you're going to do. So that's what I tweeted out. And what happened? What happened for once? For freaking once, it's like, it's like they finally learned. They continued running the freaking ball. Matt Forte continued to get the ball. Matt Forte ain't up yards and scored touchdowns. They continued to have some balance and pass the ball. And the new one caught a couple of touchdown passes. And the Jets very slowly worked themselves back into contention and back into contention until they finally took back the lead to win 31-18. And even as I say that, let's not forget, this is still the win, the winless Cleveland Browns. So 
You know what, Jets? You did what you're supposed to do, and even you did that bad. New England beat Buffalo 41-25. And this is a game that basically Gronk becomes now the touchdown leader for the New England Patriots where you're 69. Yes, it's 69. Yes, it's 69. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it on. And as you said, Brady puts up 29 fantasy points, Gronk puts up 16, Hogan puts up 15, Taylor for the for the Bills puts up 17, and Gillespie puts up 14 for the Bills. And a dildo flies onto the field and, and is automatically identified as Tom Brady's, and you know why? Because it was deflated. Ah, folks, we get down to the final portion of the show. We're going to wrap this up. Oakland beats Tampa Bay in what was the second overtime game of the evening or the day. They were in the 24. As Oakland continues to roll, Oakland continues to roll, Oakland continues to roll. They're not looking at something like, what, 6 and 2 now? If I'm not mistaken. Looking at, and, and, no interest between, between them, between Oakland and Jacksonville is that it's, it's probably like a one more year of experience with, with, with this team and learning how to win and pulling pieces and all that and going through the process and going through the motion, going through the grind. And this is another reason why. Everybody keeps looking at it just like, why haven't you started your young quarterback yet? Because guess what? Starting your young quarterback happens to be the thing to do. But you know what? The Jets did a couple years of Mark Sanders and they kind of got burned. And now they're looking like, hey, we want to do that. Mark Sanders, you know, it's go with the veteran. Because you know, if we're going to win or going to lose, if we're going to lose, then we might as well lose with the veteran. Because the, the, the young guy keeps behind you years. The veteran doesn't, doesn't really get you fired, but the young guy does. The young, like, playing the veteran now and playing the young guy later buys you a couple more years as a head coach. It's also a smart tactic. David Carr puts up 35 fantasy points. Mohari Cooper puts up 23. And Roberts puts up 12 for the Oakland Raiders. So I know a bunch of Raiders fans excited right now. Winston puts up 18. Rogers puts up 12. And Shepard puts up... Nah, we didn't want to mention Shepard. He only put up 8. Denver beats San Diego 27-19. to in, in a game that basically was basically Denver's D versus Phillip Rivers. And his bumbling, stumbling, fumbling San Diego Chargers. Denver's defense put up 17 fantasy points. And Rod Phillip Aaron Phillip Rivers put up 12 fantasy points. That defense though for San Diego put up 13 fantasy points, surprisingly. As Gordon put up an additional 15. Now this is when the home slate of the away slate of ours starts to take its turn. We're no longer all these teams that we picked to win on the road are doing it. I mean, like Seattle, I Arizona did it anyway. You know, but Kansas City did it, the Jets did it, New England did it, Oakland did it, San Diego did it. Sorry, Denver did it. I mean, San Diego didn't do it. Green Bay goes on the road in Atlanta and loses a close one, 33-32. to 32. And this is a game that us another game that I warned you about, which is the dome factor. The same dome factor that could have been played in Detroit, but you know why I didn't use it in Detroit? B. Because. Sorry, not Detroit. Um, oh, never mind. I'm sorry, New Orleans. Is that I gave more faith to Seattle. What I didn't take, what I didn't take more into consideration was Seattle's injury or the quarterback's injury, Russell Wilson. Philly loses to Dallas in the third overtime game, which was a Sunday night game in the evening. 
in an overtime game, which was just, which was just masterful, man. which was just wizardry. Wizardry. This game was 29 to 23. So Prescott put up 26 um, fantasy points. Des Bryant put up 17 as he returns. Zach Ezekiel Ella puts up 14. Surges for Philly puts up 13. Mavis for Philly puts up 12. And Wentz for Philly puts up, also puts up 12. And the game that you just saw, that more and more, like I said, I, I, I want to see Dallas play. It has more and more, more than anything else, I keep wanting to see what's going to happen with Tony Romo. More than anything else, I want to see what happens with Tony Romo. And the last game of the evening, right, is Minnesota versus Chicago. As Minnesota loses to Chicago, as Jay Cutler comes back, and I'm at, like, we're at the fantasy points, and I don't even really care. I'm not even going to talk about that. Because what, what keeps happening to me every time I hear Minnesota lose a game, the first thing that pops into my head is like, ah, oh, damn it. I guess the rookie quarterback couldn't hold it on, couldn't hold on this game. And then I remember they don't have a rookie quarterback. They have Sam freaking Bradford. So now, the same Sam Bradford that didn't want to compete with Wentz in Philly, that felt, that felt offended by that? Seriously, every time Minnesota loses, I don't think that, oh, that, like, when they win, I think, oh, there goes their defense. When they lose, I think the rookie the rookie quarterback couldn't hold on to the victory. Or hold on to the W. Couldn't the game got away from the rookie from the young quarterback. And then I have to remember, and, then, and then it clicks in my head. This is not a young quarterback. This is veteran Sam Bradford. Paid Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford just wanna compete in film. That Sam Bradford. That's gonna be it for the show. We're not gonna get too much longer. We're gonna talk about the rest of this week. We'll talk about this the week that we had in the NBA. As we get games like Chicago versus Boston today, we say Oklahoma City versus LA. We get we get Chicago and and New York later on this week, and we also get, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Oklahoma City and and Golden State Warriors. So we'll come back. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. You know what we always say. Thank you. This is actually what I do always say. Thank you. Stay tuned. Stay blessed. And don't stress. Don't forget I have a wide variety of mediums you can find you can find me on. Facebook, Mighty Sports. Twitter, Mighty Sports. M I X L R Mixlr, Mighty Sports. SoundCloud, Mighty Sports. Tune in radio, my T Sports, and still in the in the working, my T Sports dot net. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Game's tied one one. Lay down. Top of the fourth. Lay down. Runners on first and third. Always knew I'd make a stop there. One out. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Cleveland on the mound. Last call for drinks. Chicago at the plate. We have a pop fly to center field. Where we go? The man tags up. He takes off for home. Don't want to go for And he is... Rough night. Die. Safe! Folks, Die. Russell comes in, scores 2-1 Chicago. My team! My team!